And we have a source. So many. <laughs> it's all Wikipedia. You know, we haven't we haven't started like this in a while. I like it. I you've was been, bringing it you've back. All, you've been, yeah, you've been like trying to catch me in a viral clip. This is that racist liberal Brian. <laughs> As if I'm going to say something even dumber than I would on the podcast. Yeah, you guys should have heard what he said about Jesus off air. I didn't say... <laughs> Shit about Jesus. He didn't. <laughs> Not that I would care if I did. I say worse things to people about anything. Yeah. Like to them or on air rather than behind <clears throat> their back. Like, anyways. Speaking of Jesus, we should have a full podcast about Mormons' underwear. I need to know more about it. This is one of those moments I wish we were recording video because. Everyone would have seen the dumbfounded look on my face. I mean, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, I'm not making a joke. I want to know. What about the Mormon's underwear? They have to wear special underwear. Because they soak? They do soak, but that's not why they wear the special underwear. Why do they wear the special underwear? I, I, that's why I said we should do a podcast about it. We need wait, to learn. The, wait, hold, hold, wait, whoa. I watched, what was that show, Under the Banner Sky or whatever? I don't know. They had one called Com- Go- Coming Clear, Going Clear. No, under, that was Scientology. The, yeah, Under the Banner of Heaven, which, by the way, it's on Hulu. Yeah. Great show. Andrew Garfield is incredible. Under the Under the, ban- under the okay. Banner of Heaven. Got it. It Got is it. so good. Kevin, I, I... Your last recommendation was great. Which was? The Sarah Palin one. Oh, Game Change. Yeah, this Tough is... Tough to watch, this, but... Th- yeah, this is a TV show... With Andrew Garfield, you'll notice a couple of people. Did you watch the the Marvel series about the Falcon and Winter Soldier? I didn't watch okay. it yet. One of the actors, you'll recognize a couple of the other actors okay. in, in the show. But honestly, it's really, it's incredible because it's like a, a murder story yeah. that happens. And it, it revolves around this Mormon family that kind of goes more cultish than okay. just like strict Mormonism. Like they go radical, okay. super orthodox, like heavy into like the, the craziness uh, of, of radical Mormonism. Yeah. And Andrew Garfield is just like an, a normal Mormon and it's him dealing with his own religion, his own questions about his religion, but then also seeing like how the radicalized version can be so damaging to not only the people, but like the religion itself, it calls so much into question. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's really good. So, but there were no, there was no weird underwear in it. One of the, so uh, when I was at the coffee roastery, we hired a kid part time. It was like summer work for him and he was a Mormon. Okay. But a majority of the information that I've got about Mormons, it's a really, really good one. If you guys have time, I would uh, recommend checking this out. Um, I actually got to see it live. It's called the Book of Mormon. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, uh, two historians created uh, yeah. Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Yeah, okay. you know what's funny is they uh, when they did create it, they wanted it to be as truthful to the religion as possible. So, the, like the things that they're saying in there. Yeah. And I actually had this Mormon kid fact check it. I, I and it was sure. it, it was it was funny because like he would be like. Um, there's a in one of the songs it's it's called i believe it's probably one of my favorite songs it's kind of like the the takeaway track if you will mm-hmm. um oh i like that term the takeaway track That's yeah cool. andrew reynolds uh sang it and he's got a fantastic voice josh gad is in the original that's the new york the broadway one sure um but in it it says uh and i believe that when i die um i get my own planet oh and so this kid's name was josh um, and I go, Josh, is that, so is that, is that true? He goes, Oh no, no, no. I mean, the way that they said it there is kind of funny. Every time I'd ask him and end with, but, but yes, if we are a good Mormon, we get to rule our own planet. And I'm just like, Whoa, it's enticing. Cause I'm one of those guys that when like missionaries come to my door, I invite them in. Shut up. Do you really? Oh, 100,000%. If you come to my door and you want to sell me on a religion, come on in, make yourself comfortable. I'm going to get a drink. I'll be right back. Tell me about it. Leave me literature too. <laughs> I, I want to, first of all, it's a hard sell. It's a very hard sell. And so these kids are out there busting their humps 
You know what I mean? They're hitting the pavement hard. The least I can do is listen. Hopefully they are not humping it or hitting it. Well, I mean, not before marriage. Right. That's a good call. Thank you. I'm glad we clarified yes. that. 30 seconds before, 30 seconds after. <laughs> That's the time you have to clarify. <laughs> So I do want to say this really fast at the top of the hour. Sorry for the delay in podcasts. Um, oh, you don't have to apologize. No, 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 no. Just, I think I think we just the the community yeah. missed us. And I, I, missed, well, I missed them. I missed you guys. I missed them. I've been doing this thing right now. I'm trying it out. I hear that it's very good for marriage. I've been trying to spend more time with my family. Quality time is yeah. So shout out my wife. You know they talk about the love languages. Yes, right. The the I think it's five of them. I think. First off, that that is bullshit. In the With sense the that the that way, five? well, no, that they make it seem like what's your love language? And I've talked with my wife about this, and like I'm like all five. Like I, I don't need even know all what the five. five are. You've told me before, but it's, I don't remember them. It's quality time. Okay. Words of affirmation. Okay. Physical touch. Okay. Acts of service. Uh-huh. That's like cooking, right? Yeah. Okay. And I think is it gift giving. Oh yeah, how can you not be all five? Well, I so I think I think just so all you ladies know, you missed out. Brian's the full package. <laughs> no, I think I try and communicate all five, but yeah. I certainly want to receive all five. And I I Certainly. know I I definitely like one more the most. But <laughs> service. <laughs> my sister listens to this. It's 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 gift giving. <laughs> Anyways. Kevin thrusted at the table. Why would you say that out loud? I was just joking. You just, you just pulled a real politician and said the quiet part out loud. I'm a Republican now. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> no, so I oh, think... Oh, I'm I definitely think, clipping that. 735 to Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Anyways, I think all five languages need to be communicated and received, right? Mm-hmm. Some a little bit more than others. Certainly. All joking aside, like... You know, I do trend more towards quality time. Like I, I for, with my wife, that's the thing I want the most. Mm-hmm. I want time with her and my daughter. Yeah. Um, and so, but I, I, I think when people are like, what's your love language? As if it's only one. I think yeah. it's, and I know some people really don't give a shit about like gifts are like the least important to me, but it's not like, oh, you get a gift can be small. Yeah, no, I know. You know what I mean? I think that's what people forget. No, absolutely. You know, it's it's as simple as like, hey, I got you, you know, I got you cookie. You gave me a cookie, I give you a cookie, right? Yes. Like it's, it, that can be gift giving as well. A little new girl reference. See? Skipping off the office, going to new girl. Wow. Anyways. That used to be our go-to Sunday pizza tradition was to watch new girl on one of our phones. Yeah. Well, and, it started with the office. And oh, then the office sure. left Netflix. Oh yeah, I and had to so, get Peacock. Yeah. Oh, you did. You did get Peacock. Yeah. I had to. So we recently re-upped on Apple, Apple. Oh Plus yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Ted Lasso. Oh, I just heard it's great. Out. Oh, Kevin, you. Oh my God! Under the banner of heaven, if you're in a serious mood, okay, and you're just like, I need drama. Mm-hmm. If you ever feel that way, right? Okay. So Ted Lasso is perhaps the best TV show. On TV right now. Okay. And and the reason I say that is because it has elements of drama. It's not a dramedy. Like it doesn't. It's just so real. Mm-hmm. And I think you'll vibe so well with Ted Lasso. Because he's endlessly positive and optimistic. Like endlessly. You. And he, he. There are elements of you. I think there's elements of like main characters in all of us. But there are elements of his his ability to break through people with his kindness. Oh, nice. Like he gives this person biscuits, like, you know, cookies. Mm, Yeah. And he gives it to them and they're like very cold. And then he like gives them a biscuit, gives them a biscuit, gives them a biscuit and slowly, but surely they're like, no, I don't need that. Like I'm watching my way. And then it's like, I'll just have a biscuit. And then it's like, (laughs) and that's so you like, no, just I'll, I'll make you cookies and like, give you know, give you a cookie and like make you happy. And like, Eventually, you just wear people down, and they're like, "God damn it, he's just so fucking nice." That's Ted Lasso, and I think there's elements 
of Ted Lasso and you as well. You know what? Uh, there's something that people, we will get to politics shortly, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> we missed each other, okay? Yeah, yeah. We missed each other. There, You're just going to have to deal with us coming there, back there, to There's something that I really on. dislike, and that's when people are like, nobody can be that nice. Nobody can be that nice. I get that at the restaurant sometimes. Nobody can be that nice. Yes, you are. No, it's it's not even about that because like I'm not nice all the time. No, you are. I'm not. I can be mean. I could do it. You big poopy head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but I, like I, 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 I hate that. No, I hate that. I don't think you're so. Yeah, so of course you can be angry and frustrated and tell it like it is, or you know, I'm not saying that, but like in a neutral position. You're always kind first. Yes, and I think yeah. I think mm-hmm. I try and be kind, but you're just so like there you're kind and nice. I think the only thing that you lack is 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 sometimes the optimism. So, I'm like an ever optimistic person. I I yeah, think that I, the, I, I think always, the sun will come out tomorrow. I'm maybe. I'll check truly the forecast. Optimistic when I look at the big picture. Mm-hmm. Right? I think America could be this incredible country where everyone has opportunity and everything like yeah. that. And like, there's no homelessness and universal. Like, I think it can get there. Yeah. I but think I also think like right now, like, no, I think what you're trying to say is we could make America great again. No, <laughs> I think we could make America great period. I don't think it's ever been great. Oh ever. gosh. Speaking of Donald Trump, what a fucking, you know, I, I was, I was, uh, I, I sent Brian a text this morning and I was going to say, I said, um, do you think it's, do you think it's a coincidence? I just grabbed for the vodka when you brought up his name. Yeah, dude, help yourself. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> it's good for you, buddy. I'll have one with you. I had a rough day. Okay. <laughs> that was far too easy. I liked that. Um, so I text Brian. I was like, Hey man, I know that we're going to be focusing on like uh 2024. So like, just feel free to bring up Donald Trump if you want to. <laughs> I know it'll bring you joy. Um, to you, my friend. To, to you. Donald Trump not running in 2024. Hopefully. Oh, that's good. Um, but I, I liked. I'm, I'm liking that. I'm seeing that there's like the charges are coming out now. Um, and I also like that he was very upset. What do they call it when they? Um, I would call it a walk of shame, but, um, but when he got brought in for booking, basically not booking. Did he? He not, got brought. Not brought in for booking, but brought in for like um, for questioning. Something they call it something like it's it's a something parade, but he wanted he wanted it to happen. Like he wanted to be brought into public, to uh, you know into the courthouse, made a big you know spectacle of because that's him. He really enjoys being the center of attention. And then they decided they weren't going to do it. Yeah. Oh, so the the leak. Of him, yeah, being and and then Marjorie Taylor Greene saying like we got to take it to the streets and mm. all that shit, but he like blamed all the media for leaking this, and it's like, dude, you're the one that said it. You oh, were yeah. the first one to say it on your Truth Social, yeah, or whatever. You Which truth, I can't you truthed, still... you truthed, truthed, you truthed, truthed, truthed. It's such a fucking one drink. <laughs> It's not even that. Anyways, so so he he sends out this fake tweet mm-hmm. that you know he he's going to be arrested and and yeah 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 he did want all that attention. It's like he didn't even no one leaked it because it wasn't true. Yeah. But then you even had like the police up. It in never arms. got confirmed by New York. And no, they had to they had to put up barriers and like mm-hmm. be ready for protests and then like. There were people that were protesting his arrest, but there were people celebrating it. Yeah, which is just—it's a real mixed bag. It's so great. It's—I would like to say that it brings me as much joy as George Santos, but George Santos has been really letting me down. Haven't gotten a whole lot of news about him. (laughs) Well, you know, the interesting thing about the Donald Trump situation Mm -hmm. is what happened is obviously the $130,000 mm-hmm. was paid to Stormy Daniels to stay quiet, sign an NDA and not admit to the fact that he had sexual relations with her. While Allegedly. He was, while he was, I think married and Melania was having Baron, I think was so something like that. Yeah. Whatever the timeline is, he wanted it to keep it hush hush. That is all well and good. 
Yeah. The problem is, is that he said it was legal fees. Yeah. And it's essentially fraud. Mm-hmm. And so if he would have just been like, well, he did it through his lawyer. Yeah. And Michael Cohen, like obviously spent time already. He already did his time. And so it's like, if you're being charged with the exact same crime, with the exact same evidence that points directly at you. Yeah. And this guy did time. I'm pretty sure Trump should do time. Yeah. But we'll here, see here nor there. It's, it's some Teflon it's Don. Teflon Don. You never, you never know. He's, he finds a way to squirm oh, out of it. Donnie boy. He, that's why he wears so much spray tan. It allows him to get out of the jumpsuit or <laughs> blend in with it. You don't know he's there. I don't know. Nine and a half out of 10. That's Thank good. You. That's you. really good. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. All right. Um, that's an interesting thing. I do. Uh, so we are, like I said, we're going to be getting into 2024 here, but I did have, um, two listener questions. One, I'm actually not going to ask because I actually already looked it up and talked to this listener. This listener is my wife. Oh, well, what was the question? She asked, she's like, don't all the first ladies like have some sort of initiative they do? Like, she's like, what the, what the heck is, is Joe Biden doing? Oh, she's doing something with education. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I think when I Googled it, it said something with, I think it's like breast cancer education though. Oh, really? Double check me. Yeah, it is interesting. It's worth a Google. Initiative? I don't know. Family Support Initiative. No. Joe Biden car- Joe Biden carries out new mission in second year as first lady. It's too many numbers. Well, while you're looking that up, her second question was, um, you know what? Uh, she goes, I, I, I don't hear anything about what Kamala Harris is doing. Like, doesn't the vice president used to have to like usually have to take on? some responsibilities and I go first of all honey vice president's the easiest job out there secondly um most people would tell you that Kamala Harris is doing nothing I disagree which may come as a surprise to you Brian Mm -hmm. because she helped a ton well not a ton a handful of child actors by employing them for her space video (laughs) I I think <laughs> Kamala was put into a very unenviable position where mm. she came in not super well liked. I think she lost a lot of a lot of public approval when she hammered away at some of the other Democratic candidates and also couldn't withstand some of the questions about her you know, time is the DA, et cetera. Yeah. And I think in that moment she lost a lot and, and that's fine. Like she was named vice president. She should still do, you know, her job. There's been certain things that she was supposed to be handling more specifically more recently was the border. And like it, that's a, that's a, an abyss of a situation. Like yeah. th- there's, we could, we've done, entire podcast on that but i think kamala has not been incredibly present but then you think about it vice presidents in general usually stay in the background well certainly so like you think of kamala obviously uh you had mike pence who stayed mostly in the background until you know the guillotines were and the the i think coming from. i think still before that mike pence was a little bit more visible mm-hmm. than kamala mm-hmm. um and i think that was know, before by that design. Before, before that joe biden was he was out there so joe biden was out there but not even then it wasn't like this force to be reckoned with like trying to actually push initiatives yeah he really started getting a lot of like 
like the cool meme because he wore the 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 Ray Bans, the Aviators, and yeah. liked ice cream and drove a cool car. Like, yeah, and he's this old man that was like kind of cool, like your your favorite grandpa. Yeah, but then you know before that you had Gore, you had uh, well, you had for, Cheney. Don't, don't yeah, don't forget about Cheney. So Cheney was. In the in the shadows, but he you know, was the but president. He was, do, he was doing a lot, yeah. But he was in the shadows, so I, I think Kamala hasn't really necessarily done much. But I don't think there's, like you said, you're not really able to do that much, Certainly. and yet still, she has done damage to her public persona. And to, I think that she's done damage to the. Well, here's the thing, because like you, you say that he, like she went in slightly more disliked than others. But I would argue that when we did we did a podcast grading where we thought Biden would be on certain things, and we get we gave it like you know A through F, mm-hmm. and I think you gave him a B plus uh-huh. as a final overall score. I was verging on like a D plus. Okay, and I would say like if if his presidency um, was over today, I'm not going to say ended because I don't want anything bad to happen to him. Um, but like, say like today was just the last day of his presidency. Mm-hmm. I'd give him a, like a solid C to a C plus. I think that like he did more than I thought he was going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, good on you. Yeah. I would, I would still put him at a B plus, but, <clears throat> but what I'm saying is like my original perception of him, although not bad was, you know, average, right? And I would say he did, you know, I, I, he, he, we'll see how much he gets done before, you know, November of next year. Yeah. Um, I had to clarify that. I, I think if you, brain, I, I think if it. you measure Biden approval rating, disapproval rating and whatever versus Kamala's, his went back up for a little bit. I think now people are very nervous with the banks and everything like that. So people are starting to see disapproval again. Certainly. <clears throat> He still had that uptick. Plus, he still had that good wave. He had he of, had a nice wave recently, but now between the the banking stuff that's going on and how he was so quick to help the banks, which you, whatever, say what you I want. Said, that's we, a whole I said again, thing. We, well, we've said before, like his his a lot of what he's done has been a, a an Obama copy and paste. Yes, from his cabinet. Yeah, that's, to what that's, he's doing. That's pretty accurate. Um. And so, you know, Obama bailed out the banks, copy-paste. No, Bush did. The tarp was under Bush. Oh, okay. But no Obama, yeah, facilitated it. Um, but with Harris, I think there's been a disconnect. And Biden has done these things. But when Harris has these moments in front of the camera, like in an interview... It just doesn't go well. It's very forced. Yeah, and, and not only that, but she's like the way that she responds is not is not likable. No, she she's not a good interviewer. No, she's not at all. Which is weird because when she was in the Senate, she was a fucking powerhouse. Her and Cory Booker could take people down, and I mean, she was a former district attorney in the state of California. Like, she was a powerhouse, and then to kind of shy away from the spotlight at, at this point in your career makes no sense. Like I think because when you're, you know, in the Senate or even the house, like you kind of have these walls to hide behind. Like you're, yeah. you, you are somewhat in the spotlight, but not really when you're on the committee, you're in, you're in the spotlight, but then but like, you're there's off no, there's, the stage, you're done. Yeah. And there's not as much press coverage. Whereas like, if you're the vice president or the president, like you're getting followed around, like every word that you speak is going to be written and, you know, twisted in its own way. Being the president is like being Michael Jordan in the nineties. So being the vice president is like being Scottie Pippen. Like you're just going to always be in the limelight. Yeah. No matter what you do. And so, you know what you signed up for and yeah, maybe it's funny though. Rarely would you hear, that the vice president might not be considered during the reelection process. Yeah, which is kind of crazy. <clears throat> and you know that that in itself is very difficult because you might be doing the right thing by by choosing a different running mate, but are you damaging 
your ability to show I make good decisions, right? That's the thing. Like when you go back to the Trump administration, I hire all the best people and he fired like half his fucking cabinet or they stepped down and not just like, Oh, the department of commerce. I mean, you're talking about the the secretary of state, the secretary of defense, the secretary, like these major positions, right? You know, the secretary of foreign affairs, like these we're all getting filled and then refilled. I'm sorry. Veterans affairs. All these people are <clears throat> stepping down and stepping away like that. That is a big deal. And so to say, I'm going to run again, but I don't think my vice president was was all that she was supposed to be. That's a big deal. That could be damaging to your actual campaign. So it's a very, very difficult position. And that's why, you know, when you ask about 2024 and you're like, do you think Biden will actually get it? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if he will get the nomination. I think he wants to run. It's That's still a year away to, like, really get in the thick of the campaigns, get into the debates and all that. Yeah. Because I do think there there might be some primary challengers. Yeah. And so now I guess it's time to actually get into the meat and potatoes of this podcast today. Sure. Um, because I, I when I talked to Brian on Monday and we were talking about topics more so, I was like, Brian, I want you to think about this. And I'll ask you about it on mm-hmm. Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to thinking because, um, you know, 2024 is going to be here before we know it. Yes. Um, quite literally. Um, and with the Republicans, it's really, it's it's going to be up in the air. You know, if Trump's not in jail or in court, um, he'll run. I don't know if he'll get the primary. I definitely think at this point with what DeSantis is... Um, uh, polling is at. I, I don't think that DeSantis will probably outshine Trump. I think Trump's got too much name credibility, um, and he's got some diehard fans. Yeah. Um. So I mean, Republicans, it's like okay, there's there's at least a lot of options, and yeah, you could definitely say the same for the Democrats as well. Yeah. But le- I I wanted to run this scenario by you. Sure. So 2024 is upon us. You know, getting towards November. Mm-hmm. Who do you think we will see as the top candidates? Who would you like to see mm-hmm. as the top candidates? Say your perfect world will give you the magic wand on this one. Okay. Um, and then I'll, I'll let you weigh in Okay. on whether or not, and I think we've kind of <laughs> talked about this, but uh, actually I know we've talked about this, but do you think that Biden should run 2024? Do you think he's up for running 2024? And again, I think I know the answer to this one, but what do you think Kamala does in 2024? So again, who do you think the top candidates will be? Who is your top pick in your dream world? Mm-hmm. Um, what do we think about Kamala? How are we feeling about Biden? Okay. <clears throat> so my assessment of the Biden administration is that they've actually accomplished a, a, a tremendous amount. I think they started really far behind, but even if they were at status quo, I think they would have accomplished a good amount, especially given the obstructionist nature of, of Mitch McConnell and, 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 you know, Kevin McCarthy. That said, do I think he'll run in 2024? I think right now the, the thought process is yes, he will run because the other thought process is Donald Trump will, and we know Biden can be Trump. I think even going forward, Biden will win even more handedly if Don, if he runs against Donald Trump. I would agree with that 100% because the same independence that you got to to, to vote Biden this time around um, would probably vote for him again because I think they know what Trump has to offer. Yeah. So. And I think the damage that Trump has made since with um, – with, his like the the fact that he's being charged and you know the tax fraud and you know his trump organization is getting you know investigated and its cfo went to is going to jail or whatever there's so much going on where it's like how can we let this guy be president again plus you have a much younger base coming up this Mm -hmm. is probably the last election where the boomers are going to be the largest voting population and that margin is slimming by the day. So 
with that said, I think this is the last time that we see this huge red on the map for the land, right? Because you look at it and it's really just red is voting on land. But here nor there. 2024, I think Biden runs if Trump runs. I think if Trump starts tearing apart the Republican Party, which is what I think will happen, I mm-hmm. think him and Ron DeSantis are going to go head head to head. I think Ron DeSantis can beat him because eventually it'll look like Donald Trump is flailing. I also think, you know, similar to Biden, like they're both just losing a step. You, you start to lose uh, the mental acuity to have good rap battles for lack of a better term. Those like back and forth, the barbs back and forth yeah. and the, the chiding. And I think they're going to, they're both going to lose a step. So <clears throat> I think it's a very likely outcome. That's probably the most likely outcome is, is Trump versus Biden. I think it's also very likely that we do see a Democrat challenge and really start to see like, what does the rest of the country want? And I think it's going to be younger turnout. I think it is very possible that someone like Gavin Newsom comes to the front. I think he's probably the one I think challenges Joe Biden the best. If it was a dream world, like my candidate is still the man I always want him to be, and that's Bernie Sanders. I thought so. I didn't know if it would change. No, it's still. I think that yeah, he hasn't lost the mental acuity, but he has said like he doesn't plan on running. He just did on Stephen Colbert. Yeah, but and I I'm think glad that, he did. I think that if Biden's like, okay, I'm not going to do it. I think that I think that Bernie he jumps might. into it. Yeah, I think him and, and Elizabeth Warren give it another go. And they see where it goes. I think Gavin Newsom is probably going to be a front runner, although he said that he likely won't. But, you know, they say that to just kind of maintain that continuity within Mm -hmm. the party. But I think it could be Gavin Newsom. Uh, I'm also a really big fan of Gretchen Whitmer from Michigan. Okay. And what she almost kidnapped one. Right. And now you've seen she's united Michigan. They have a Democratic House, a Democratic Senate, and a Democratic governor for the first time in decades. And they're already accomplishing a shit ton of stuff. Like, they got they repealed the right-to-work vote. Okay. Uh, the, the legislation, the right-to-work legislation. So, for those of you that don't know, <clears throat> it's a way to basically weaken the power of unions, right? It says, oh, you have the right to work. You don't have to join the union. Well, one of the reasons unions have the leverage they do is that they act as a group and you yeah. can't employ people. Like if you're employing union members, like they all got to be union. And that way yeah. they have access to negotiation leverage. Uh, so I think it's a really important thing. We've seen the eradication of labor in this country over the last few decades since since basically Reagan but even before then there's some some hits in to to union power but Reagan especially since then we've seen this eradication of labor power and that continuously has got us to where we are economically where we are in a very 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 fragile position right now we are hovering on this recession and you know, if if a couple more of these regional banks fail and another big bank starts to fail, we're in economic turmoil. And because we've put up so many pieces of lumber to to prop up the economy, oh, yeah. it's going to collapse that much harder where it's not going to be a recession. It could be a depression. And so with that in mind, I think <clears throat> time to give the country a Xanax. I think we I think we need to get people in power that are going to give that leverage to unions, to the labor force, to the middle and lower socioeconomic classes. And I think Gretchen Whitmer is already doing that really well in Michigan. And that's a swing state. So now you know you have a candidate that could win one of the really important Democratic swing states. So I think I think Gretchen Whitmer would be my personal favorite, if not Bernie Sanders. I think Gavin Newsom is the most likely, if not Biden. I think also J.B. Pritzker is, is a dark horse. Those three governors have taken on the Democratic mantle for the state level, right? They are the three people who have, you know, like people forget during COVID, like Pritzker stood up to Donald Trump. And he was like one of the few governors that went toe to toe with him and 
challenged him on, on things, challenged him on a, on a conference call. Like all these governors are on a conference call with the president of the United States and J.B. Pritzker is standing there and saying like, no, this is wrong. Like you shouldn't, you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. Uh, Gavin Newsom is also making bold claims about, you know, national level questions mm -hmm. that he's doing within his own state. Like the whole the whole abortion pill thing right. with Walgreens. He's making national style moves. He's also dug in against Ron DeSantis. And so that also leads me to believe like you're setting the stage. Like you think Ron DeSantis is gonna be there and you wanna have that that those conversations about him already. So I think it could be Gavin Newsom. So the mo going back to your question, the most likely outcome is Joe Biden versus Trump. Okay. What I really would love to see is Bernie Sanders mop the floor with Donald Trump. Which literally, I think he would. Literally mop the floor with that that possum on his head. Don't be so mean to possum. <laughs> <laughs> what I would also like to see, if not Bernie because I do know Bernie's getting older and, and I do kind of wish we, we start to move in that younger direction. And that's where, um, Gretchen, Gretchen Whitmer, um, would be just like phenomenal. I'm trying to look up her age real quick. She's only 51 and she's super active, like very well-spoken, very comfortable in the limelight. I mean, the way she, like you said, you, you alluded to the, the kidnapping situation, mm -hmm. the way she was able to come right back in front of the public eye and speak about it and, and denounce white supremacy and denounce violence yeah. and aggression. It was really powerful. So I think she could handle the stage and it would just be really interesting. I don't disagree with that. So I think Newsom and Whitmer would be my choices if not you know, the Biden, Bernie, like whatever, the most more likely outcome is Joe Biden. Uh, as far as the Republican Party, I do think the most likely outcome is Donald Trump. Um, I think, you know, DeSantis is kind of the front runner, if not Donald Trump. I think Ted Cruz would definitely put his name in again. I think Dan Crenshaw would start to kind of put feelers. He out. would toy the toy with. The I idea think he would toy sure. with the idea for sure. And so. <clears throat> the the craziest part though about the Republican side of the equation is Donald Trump. If it's not him, he'll burn it down. Yeah, like that's... he wants to tear it down. Well, and what's interesting about that too is, um, shit. If you would have talked to me a month ago, I probably would have told you that I was like, yeah, it's definitely going to be Donald Trump for the Republican Party, mm -hmm. without a doubt. And I would say that he probably would have had a good shot. I think that the way that things are kind of escalating with him being in court, I'd be hard-pressed to kind of imagine a way that he won't still be in court battles next year, mm -hmm. which if he is, I, I think that hurts his campaign, mm -hmm. not only because it's less time, but it's it's a lot of scrutiny on him Yeah, because he'll have to primary. Yeah. Um, which I think will be difficult for him. I think that if you get a good Republican candidate in there, even like a um, a Cotton. Yeah. Well, I mean, Mike Pence oh. will be one as well. Oh, then see, there you go. And Mike Pence is like a true conservative, right? Yeah. He's that evangelical Christian yeah. white man that really speaks to the base of the party that's not, not the, the MAGA base, but like the more traditional base Certainly. of the Republican Party. But Donald Trump will be relentless. See, but that could some. See, I think what worked for him against Hillary is him being relentless. Was him? It was him attacking the status quo. It was him attacking attacking politics as normal or as usual. Yeah. You know, I think that that really played a large role in him not only primary but him winning. Yeah. Um, and so I'm starting to seriously doubt him making it into the primaries for 2024. Do you, I think because we'll of see, his legal issues? Or I think be, so. Okay. So you think the legal issues... I think it'll play a huge factor. I think that... What even, if he only spends like three months in jail? I don't even think he'll be put in... I think the, the cases are going to be ongoing. Oh, so you think it's going to be delayed because he can't like 
he has to testify so he can't make the debate. <laughs> no, no, what I mean. Yeah, yes. Yeah. He's like, listen, can we move the debate to this day? I have three hearings that day. I'm the key witness, probably the most important witness and the best witness. <laughs> oh my and God. I'm just going to knock the socks off of that jury. <laughs> and I really feel that like I will make the courthouse great again. So you think that he will not be able to run because of the ongoing legal yes, issues. I think so. I'm not saying that legally he couldn't run. I'm just saying that like how is he going to balance it all? Maybe he can. You know, he's he takes a lot of drugs, I'm sure. Supposedly he's sober. Supposedly he doesn't even drink. Really? Good for him. Yeah. More power to you, Donnie. Sure. Um but I I don't think that'll be the case. I do agree with the Gavin Newsom thing. I think that if if Gavin runs, I could see Gavin Newsom if if he wanted to, just because he's he's so he for whatever reason he's just so incredibly likable mm-hmm. for people, like people got over the French Laundry thing so quick. Not me, Brian. I'm still pissed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think you're just jealous you didn't get to go to French Laundry. Not really, dude. Like, oh, what is, what is their fucking main dish? Detergent. <sighs> it's a tied teeny. <laughs> What's the ingredients? Tide Pods. Tide Pods. <laughs> it's a functional garnish. It is, dude. Fucking wash your mouth out with soap, homie. <laughs> Don't swear before you go in there. They'll give you one for free. Um, anyways, I could see him going in even against Biden. And of any other candidate, I think he stands the best chance of beating Biden and Trump all at once. Not the, And again, this isn't me saying what I would really like. Yeah, I, I I actually agree. Like I'm I'm trying to reflect here, and <clears throat> Whitmer doesn't have the name recognition. No, she she would win. She could she could vie for competition. Yeah, in like a true primary. Yeah, <clears throat> and I could even see her. She I I think from what I know of her, I could see her being a great candidate as a vice president, yeah. and then going on and and becoming president. And becoming president. Because I think she, um, I think she's very well put together. So, yeah, um, I will share this too. I was looking this up. So this is a oh we oh uh, Republicans. We also forgot Nikki Haley. Oh, she's yeah. actually gained a lot of traction because <clears throat> she did a lot of. I I believe it was bipartisan work mm-hmm. in South Carolina. Okay. But for the Republican Party, I don't know. So uh, Washington posted an article in its rankings as far as like, you know, okay, one being the uh, having the best chances and 10 having like, you know, still being in the running, obviously, but not having the best. So they gave number 10, uh, 10 to AOC, actually, which was surprising to me. I don't see her. I don't see. She, I don't think she'll want to. Yeah, I don't. Yet. Well, I don't even. Th- I think. I think it, at this current juncture, if she even tried to primary in, she wouldn't make it far in the primaries. I don't think that she's likable enough yet. Um, I think she's getting a little bit more refined in ways, and I think part of her seeming more refined is also what she's what people are dealing with on on the right, and with how vocal people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Bobert have been. Yeah, uh, Newsom got put at nine. I disagree with this entirely. And maybe this is being based off of like the fact that he just What like, was it written? This might have been an older one. Could be. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Which is funny. The only reason I ask is because I saw Cory Booker and I'm like, I don't see that. Yeah. <clears throat> but Clo- even still Klo- Klobuchar got put in there, Ray Cooper. Klobuchar, got- I think Klobuchar's still in the in the the conversation. Ooh, Sherrod but- Brown. I like Sherrod Brown a lot, yeah. but I don't think he, I don't think he would. Buttigieg would, got put at number two, so that back. Even this was before East Palestine. Yeah, and I think I think that damaged him yeah. a little bit, but I still think he would be one of the front runners going in, and I I would be I would be happy to have him as president. Yeah, dude. I would be happy to have him. He could cause a national train wreck. <sighs> no, that's called the Trump administration. <laughs> Anywho. Welcome 
friends. To Welcome the, to the Mad Libs Podcast. To the Adams administration. The Adams administration. That's from Hamilton. Oh, Hamilton. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. I just, AKA Hamlet 2. I, 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 I look at it now, and it really seems... Jesus. That was good. Hamlet 2. <clears throat> it looks like it's going to be Biden and Trump. And do you think Biden and I, I, you kind of alluded to this already, but you think Biden would keep Kamala? So therein lies the problem. Obviously, I think he might try under no him. circumstances would I vote for Donald Trump. Right. Right. If Biden kept Kamala, like, so let me, let me preface this. I don't like the Democratic Party. For me, it's a pick the poison, right? Mm-hmm. I I can't see a single Republican candidate right now yeah. that I would even consider voting for. Right. So, like, even an Adam Kinzinger is not running under the Republican banner right now. Like, mm-hmm. he's not – it doesn't feel like he, – he's doing this, like, a America Unite thing, and that's fine. I don't see him running as a Republican candidate. In In – while I feel he did a lot well, like he did very well with the January 6th commission and other things down the final stretch, there are still things that I fully disagree with here nor there with the democratic party. I, there are a few instances where I feel like I would be like, man, this sucks, but I just got to do it. But I would prefer to see Biden change his vice president. Okay. I would like him to see, I would like to see him choose someone that, like a Pete Buttigieg, someone that could possibly run for president and and go the distance. Yeah. Because I think the next two years are going to be focused on economic recovery. Okay. I think so you would we, like to see him choose somebody like a Buttigieg or a Whitmer yep, or, even, or, a Newsom. or even a Newsom. Right. Yeah. Okay. And get them ready. Give like the great thing about Newsom, Whitmer, and Buttigieg is they're so good on domestic policy. Mm-hmm. But being vice president, all of a sudden you get so much exposure to foreign policy. Foreign policy. Yep. And and you know I know a lot of people hated Hillary. She was not my favorite. But man, did she know her foreign policy because she was the Secretary of State? Like that's very. Well, and very, she was the first lady. And- yeah, and so. You know, to have that level, she deals of with knowledge. a lot of foreign donors from the Clinton or the Clinton oh. Foundation. Oh my God! So, <laughs> tell so, me I'm wrong. So, <laughs> I think it's it's so beneficial. Like Pete Buttigieg being the the Secretary of Transportation is beneficial. You're in the meetings with people yeah. who are in for so you you learn a lot. And I think you you just have to be aware of it all. But I think to be the vice president that gives you so much knowledge of how to run the office, yeah, especially I know Biden still makes gaffes and everything, but the way he's run his administration has been very presidential, just very, it's, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's very nice to have that again, where there's decorum, there's empathy coming from the oval office. You never thought you'd miss it. And then you do. Right. And so. <clears throat> I I think to be a part of that administration is very beneficial, and I would rather not waste that position on Kamala Harris. Yeah, because I do not want to see her run for president. I don't think anybody does, man. <clears throat> I think it would end up just like the first time she was right. you know, trying to primary up. Right. So I, I I think there's there's too many flaw. There were flaws when she was a presidential candidate the first time. Yeah. And, and I'll go back and I'll say, like, in that moment, the choice for vice president, I think it was a good choice. Looking back now, seeing how she's performed, I don't like it. I think there was better candidates <clears throat> even then. Well, yeah, Bernie Sanders was around. Yeah. But actually, Bernie Sanders has been very useful in the Senate during these times. Yeah. And, like, his, his position on, what is it, the health and, not health and human services, but the health... Medic, whatever it's yeah. that committee where he basically i mean he's the reason not the only reason but he's like one of the main reasons like the covid vaccine is still going to be free it's the reason that companies are putting you know insulin caps on their own 
like they're saying $35 on, on their own, you know, fruition because he was going to make them do it anyways. Right. So I think he's, he's been very beneficial where he is. Well, hot damn. We do. Have, we, so I, I have a little bit of time and maybe, you know what? Maybe. We, well, here's the thing. Cause I, I, I gave you one other question, but I'm like, if I start this now, it's going to be an hour and a half long podcast, which I would absolutely I, love I just to do. was like the TikTok. I really think we want to, oh. but we gotta, we'll save that for another one. We we can do like maybe two short ones on Sunday or something. Yeah, fuck. I, I fucking forgot about TikTok. I mean, you just scroll right through and you're just on to the next one, so it's hard. Yeah, well, it's because they're paying so much attention to my pupil dilation. Dude, like, <laughs> it's, oh my God, you're going to get me started. Like, I can't believe that guy it's crazy. that question. Yeah, we're going to talk to you guys about TikTok. Okay, we'll do that on It's going to be fun. Okay. Um, Brian will talk all about it. Although you've been really fucking slacking because I used to get at least like two TikToks before I'd go to bed while I'm editing the podcast. And now I'm like, I get one. I'm just like, oh my God, he loves me half as much. No. No, you're right. I need to do better. <laughs> you need to do good. Be great, guys. <laughs> Love it. Love Love it. Good, right? Do good. Be great. Love, Love you guys. you guys. <laughs> Break the rules, can't stay on beat. Making moves, running through the streets. A to Z, follow my lead. Saint status quo, this is rock and roll. This is how I get on our on This is bye bye, ta ta, audio. This is all or none, this is all I know. This that I don't know, we try and go. I don't even know, I'm just trying to roll. Me and my friends try and hit the road, try and catch a wave, gotta free my soul. Thought I was gone, but I'm back. Why one's on the attack? Got no time to relax. Let's go pronto, ASAP. Make you watch my moves. I'm a Republican now. <laughs>